This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 218 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine for the past two weeks. In this episode, we have four trends that we will share, along with a recommended reading that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. So Abby, start us off by sharing our four trends and our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, as you said, what we do every every time we, we do this, we, we look back over the past two weeks of everything that we flipped into the Flipboard magazine. And I mention that to remind everybody that it's just you and me flipping these things into the Flipboard magazine. So this is not a ultra scientific process. That but is true. on the other hand, we are, presumably we are, fairly expert with the subject. So we, we're picking what we think is most important to us and to uh, to people like us, people who are in, interested in instructional technology and instructional design. So um, we did identify four trending topics uh, over the past two weeks. Um, none of them are particularly surprising. So the very first one, I would say the only surprise that you and I noticed was that uh, the uh, digital security and citizenship, our top trending topic, was a top trending topic by far the most uh, uh, written about or promoted right. activity over the past two weeks. We saw articles like um, reviews of anti-plagiarism tools, for example, a, a description and review of the uh, software Plagiarism Checker X. We also saw... Um, a report of a study from the University of Twenty in which uh, they discovered that students could fairly easily outwit anti-cheating software. And that a very significant portion of the students analyzed in this uh, study were able to fool the, anti, the anti-cheating software into believing that they were doing something correctly, but they were actually cheating. So they were cheating the cheating tool. They very were good. cheating the cheating tool. <laughs> and this is perhaps unsurprising right young people or, or learners regardless of age are going to find ways around that sort of thing 100 percent. so um so that was interesting perhaps unsurprising but interesting to see the the uh the results of the study on the scary side um malware uh, they just there was a discovery that malware can be embedded in shared gifs which what are we going to do i no. don't know i mean that means everybody is <laughs> oh, at no. risk yeah. Everybody, everybody with any digital device is at risk. Um, Peter Zatka, speaking of anybody with any digital device, P- Peter, uh, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his first name correctly, Zatko, the former cybersecurity head of Twitter, testified these past two weeks before the U.S. Senate. And his testimony was quite um, disturbing. I mean, in some ways, it's it, the the. the, the the security issues associated with Twitter in general seem to be numerous and a cause for concern on a number of levels. We also saw safety issues identified with the use of Microsoft Teams. We saw, in terms of citizenship, we saw an article describing, explaining what cyberbullying is. 
and uh, some methods of dealing with it. We also saw a, a report that TikTok gives moderation leniency to popular accounts, which means that they moderate those accounts less carefully than they do non-popular accounts. Um, and that's that's a question. That's a yeah, question that needs to be raised. There were, in general, there were also articles about the challenges of teaching media literacy, one of which is our recommended read. Our recommended read for this topic is When Teens Find Misinformation, These Teachers Are Ready by Tiffany Sue for the New York Times. And again, I apologize for any mispronunciation of anybody's names, especially reporters' names uh, or authors' names. Um, this was an excellent article uh, showcasing the efforts made by teachers in a number of different environments about how, and, and working with young people in terms of understanding how to approach information in general to determine whether or not it's truly uh, valid or whether it's misinformation being presented as valid information. Uh, number two, our number two trend the past two weeks was hardware and software. This is going to come as no surprise to anybody who listens to the podcast. We typically have this trending. Um, we saw Apple's uh, iOS 16 released last week, along with new iPhone models. We saw a review of note-taking apps in general. Uh, we saw Zoom, well, Zoom's Zoom chat platform introduced a new team chat mode. So they actually changed the name to Zoom team chat. Um, and it's kind of trying to compete with Microsoft Teams, we're, we're assuming. Um, there was a review of Amazon's new six inch Kindle Paperwhite, which is notable because it's uh, priced at under $100. It releases on October 12th, but it got a very good review. Um, Wirecutter also reviewed best tablets overall for 2022. Uh, recommended read in this area is Windows 11 2022 update, every new feature worth trying by Shelby Brown for CNET. Now, Tim, you and I were saying uh, we, we, we're, we know each other's habits when it comes to these things. Right. And, and we neither of us uses Windows um, platforms with any regularity. Right, and it's no indictment on Windows no, platforms. No, it's it's just, just that's not what we, what we use. Of. So but, I found this to be interesting because now I understand what's yes, exactly. up with it's the new Windows version. It's important. If, you, if you're always using Windows, it's important to know what's going on right. with the other uh, operating systems. If you're right. always using a different operating system like the Mac operating system, it's important to know what's going on yeah. with the This others. was very informative that way. This gave a nice description of the updates. Uh, number three, this is interesting. This is sort of a welcome back to the trending topics. Right. Virtual reality and the metaverse. Mm -hmm. Virtual reality has been kind of coming and going with us as a topic for years. Yes, right? for years and years. Years and years. And it's been a topic really for, for I mean, as far back as the 60s, or if mm -hmm. not further. But uh, the metaverse, I think, has really created this um, renewed interest. So what we saw was a Seattle-based startup Spot has raised $5.5 million for a Sims-esque, I'm using the words of the of the author who wrote the, the article, a Sims-esque metaverse platform. And I got to say, I, it did look a lot like the Sims right. Right, from the illustrations. Yes. Um, we also saw a very interesting article about building equity in VR ed tech, virtual reality ed tech, that... Um, the idea of finding equitable approaches so that everyone comes to the table with some 
some stakes in, in, in this. Um, it's an interesting question raised and it's an interesting challenge to address. Speaking of challenges, there was also an article about challenges associated with teaching higher education and, and teaching and learning in the metaverse in general, but the college level. Our recommended read kind of covers everything. It's called Everything You Always Wanted to Know About the Metaverse by Harry McCracken for Fast Company. And this is a really, it's actually a really great article. It's a, it, 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 Fast Company refers to it as a long read, but it's a, it's a solid, uh, extensive article about the metaverse, what it is, what it's not, what it has the potential to become, what its current challenges are. This, this was, uh, I, we've recommended a few overviews in the past few months on the metaverse. They've all been good. This is yet another one that will help all of us understand where we are in terms of building this sort of universal virtual space and, and what, what is just sort of vaporware as opposed to what is the available software realities of the situation. Number four, research reports related to teaching and learning. We're excited because we said last couple of episodes in the crystal ball we were predicting this but of course we're not really predicting it just from sort of making a, a, a blind guess where we're, this is happens every year around this time as we start seeing more reports published on research that was conducted over the past 18 months or so so we saw uh, the many perceptions of personalized learning we saw a very interesting Georgetown University edunomics lab predictions for challenges that are on the horizon for ed tech in general, uh, that um, these now these do focus more on United States issues than say international issues, but the, the there were four challenges that were listed: the U.S. federal funding is ending, declining enrollment is a problem, inflation and labor issues are a problem, as well as an economic slowdown overall, which is affecting. Uh, uh, learning institutions everywhere, or has the uh, potential to affect everyone. Our recommended read in the area, though, is a bit more specific. Children's learning rockets by 59% when they study in the morning, research claims. This is by Freya Hodgson for The Mirror, which is a British newspaper. Uh, the um, the study, Tim, you and I were, were kind of looking at this and reminiscing a bit about when right. we were school teachers, you know, K-12 we, we school were. teachers. Uh, but that the, the, the basic premise of the study is that a significant number of students were assessed and evaluated for this, I think somewhere around 1,000, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. And it turned out that there were very significant gains in terms of learning for those students who, who really addressed the content first thing in the morning. And uh, I mean, 59% gain over studying it later in the day is right. Very that's significant. significant, right? So it's an interesting article. It's very brief. The art, the, the news article, really is just a quick encapsulation of the of the findings of a larger study, but uh, well worth taking a look at. And Tim, those are our four trends, and our four recommended readings for the past two weeks. Great, thanks, Abby. Now let's slide into looking into the crystal ball and making predictions or thinking about the predictions we made or we're going to make about the upcoming two weeks. And we, we talk about these before we come on air. Right. 
And um, again, you, you, if you've been with us long enough, you could guess some of them, but we have some, we have a few different ones this go around besides hardware and software. We have a, a, a few more. One of them, we've talked about this, but we think there's going to be more back to school recommendations. And we really do. It's late this year. It is. It's a little odd, but, but we've I think... started. We've just started to see it in the past couple of days. We've started to see a few more articles like this popping up, and and you and I were talking about this. We think that's going to happen for at least a couple of weeks. We do. We specifically related to hardware and software. Hardware. True. We we think there's going to be more promotions. Of, you know, promoting different types of software and review or and hardware reviews, right. as especially as we start coming into later in the year in the holiday season yes we're also we'll seeing those and we're going to see more about vr and the metaverse we've yeah. it, we, th we we thought it was we thought it was resting for a moment but it seems to have we decided did. to wake back up and and come back with so we're going to see more about that probably because it is being sort of very heavily touted by uh, uh large companies like Meta. right but exactly. uh, everybody seems to be trying to get into the bandwagon on this. So right. it's very interesting. We also, this is another one, Tim, that is a little hazy in the, in the right. crystal ball, using the metaphor of a crystal ball, but that we have started to notice that there are a lot more articles about economic impact, uh, specifically economic impact on institutions of learning, both things like school districts and, and universities, colleges, various organizations, but that the the various economies around the world right now are in having enough challenges that we're seeing some concerns being raised and we expect to see more of those concerns voiced in the media in the upcoming weeks thank you abby well that brings us to the conclusion of episode 218 of our podcast as usual we'd like to thank our podcast subscribers as well as our viewers and followers of our flipboard magazine you can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings that we discuss in this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode will air on October 7th. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green, 